Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Love it. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you in Oilers Now. We will bang off some text in the final 15 minutes of the show, and I'll provide you a useless, uh, superfluous story, anecdotal uh, style, which is typical of what I bring on a daily basis on the air, useless stuff, uh, coming up with uh, this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. At this time, though, off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and time for our Oilers Now headliner segment for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Uh, the Oilers, other than Darnell Nurse, are relatively healthy at the NHL level. The same cannot be said for the Bakersfield Condors, who are down some bodies. For an update from the farm, we welcome back Oilers assistant GM, Keith Gretzky. Hello, Keith. How you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. First of all, Philip Broberg uh, recalled officially today. He's in the lineup tonight for the game against the San Jose Sharks. I know he just returned to your team, got three games in. How did he perform? I think it was a little bit of, uh, you know, assessment for him to get back into game shape and to make game time decisions. And it was a little little different from when he went out because he was at the top of his game. So, you know, it does take some time. But, uh, you know, after I think on the third game he was, you know, you could see that the old Broby was kind of coming back. This is a player, I mean, he has made, and look, he's been up a couple times this year, Keith, you know that, uh, with the Oilers. But he's made some real strides down in Bakersfield this season, hasn't he? Yeah, he really has. He's he's realized that he's got to move the puck quicker. He's got to realize to be more alert defensively. Uh, and also, guys are bigger and stronger, and things happen quicker up there than, than down here. So he's learned that, and he's done a great job. He's, he's processed the game a lot quicker than uh, he did at the beginning of the year. All right. The situation on your left side of your defense is it's challenged. Is that fair to say right now? I would say so, a little bit, yeah. Can you perhaps, uh, without necessarily opening up the total Cadbury secret, give us a bit of an update on where we're at with Marcus Niemelainen and Dmitry Samarukov? Um, Sammy's ahead of schedule. He's doing good. He didn't need surgery or anything. It was just something with his shoulders. So he's day-to-day, uh, but oh. he's coming along really well, uh, which is really, really good. Um, 
And Nemo is, you know, we'll find out more on Saturday, I think, or Friday, I think it is, they told me this morning. So, you know, he's coming along. And, you know, I think realistically, for sure, Nemo should be ready for the playoffs is what I'm thinking. Um, and hopefully uh, hopefully go from there and, and we get a little more healthier than uh, what we are right now. So are, are we talking upper body for Nemo Linen, but not shoulder? Yeah. No, no, he's fine, and he's fine. It's just we're waiting for some tests, and he should be cleared to play uh, maybe Friday. So, but he's had a couple of weeks off, so that's why we can't really, you know, race guys that are injured. Okay, Keith Gretzky, assistant GM uh, of the Edmonton Oilers. He runs the farm team down in Bakersfield. So Broberg currently up with the Oilers. I didn't real. I thought Sam Marukov may not play again this year. I guess that's not the case. There's a chance. No, yeah, that's why he's ahead of schedule. It's not as bad as we we originally thought or were told. And he's come along real well. So if we win a few series, maybe there's a chance. And uh, you never say never. All right, and he is a guy that, and he had a, a, a tough NHL game against. Hey, this is St. Louis Blues. They're they're still a pretty good hockey club, and uh, he didn't see much of the ice in the final 50 minutes of the game, which is for another discussion. But I would I, I would probably guess that he he was just starting to really kind of uh, take a, a pretty positive step forward for you down in Bakersfield, wasn't he, Keith? I thought Sammy, you know, about three weeks after, maybe a month after his call up, he really took off. He he started moving his feet. I didn't think he was moving his feet and. You know, he, he realized what his strengths were, and he started really playing with a lot of confidence. Um, and he was totally a different player for us in the last couple of months. So he's made some really big strides and, and hopefully can, can come back. And if not, be ready for training camp. All right. Uh, you're not just down a couple defensemen, right? Philip Kemp is out on the right side as well. Is there any chance he returns to the playoffs? No, he's out, and DeHarnay is probably day-to-day. So we're kind of uh, a little bit short, but you know what? You have to fight through those things, and, and uh, um, you know, other guys got to step in. And and you've got a lot of guys currently on ECHL, AHL deals right now. I want to talk a bit about the forwards. Brendan Perlini, uh, who was he'd scored four goals in seven games at one stretch in the NHL. He had 11 goals and 18 points uh, in 18 games for you guys down in Baco. Uh, but uh, he got a concussion. Has he even begun skating yet? Yeah, he skated this morning. I think we've taken a, a step forward, and, and hopefully, you know, I think for the playoffs, there's a good chance that he'd be ready. Okay, cause, and you do have some veteran experience there. Obviously, uh, Adam Cracktel has, uh, is it fair to say he's picked it up a bit here in the last three weeks? He's certainly putting up some numbers. Yeah, he's played well. I, I think, you know, it took him a little bit after the Olympics a few weeks, and he, he picked up his game, and you know, that's one good thing about our team that's a different guy every night, and, and lately he's played well. And Marodi's healthy because I know he's been in and out of the lineup with some upper body challenges too. Yeah, Cooper's back, and, and he's played the last couple of games, so I think he's finding his way too. So when you when you step away and you're injured for a week or two, it takes a little bit of time, and I think he's coming along. And we haven't seen Raphael Lavoie for a while. Is he a guy that probably won't play in the playoffs? Yeah, he's done for the year and, and be hopefully ready for training camp. Upper body, lower body? 
Lower body. Lower body. All right. Let's get to uh, Carter Savoy played uh, Tuesday night in Abbotsford. The you know winning the national championship, fourth overall or fourth round pick, one hundredth overall of the orders back in two thousands. He hadn't been on skates I think for you know two weeks before he joined your team. Uh, how do he look Tuesday against Abbotsford? Uh, you can see that he has good instincts. It's 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 a different game from the college to the American Hockey League, and then you throw in that he hasn't skated for two and a half weeks. So I think it's a big adjustment, and and this is why we brought him down is to get your feet wet and realize how hard it is to play in this league, and and he's it's just a taste of what he has to do in the summertime. So. You know, it's good we get another game on Saturday, and and he should be in. And and, and I think having a game under his belt and, and skating more will really help. A little bit of – we've traveled a little bit, so we've had days off. So it also adds to his days off, so which is not a, a great thing, but that's part of the game. Somewhat similar situation for Noah Philp as well. He did get into two games, but he was off skates for about 10 days as he dealt with a bit of an illness coming back from the University Cup. How did he uh, – I know you guys kind of had him playing with Esposito and I believe Brasso, uh, which would have been a little bit further down the lineup. Uh, how do we look for you in the two games he's played? I like his instincts. He's a big kid. Um, he he moves the puck. He looks to make plays, which is good. And I like that he uses the size. He's, he tried to finish some checks. And, and, you know, when you're getting your feet wet, you have to do things to get noticed. And I, I thought he did those things well. All right. So, uh, Stuart Skinner, uh, he's had an interesting – he got he shut the San Jose Sharks out earlier. That's his last NHL start. He was up and down three separate times off the top of my head uh, this year. You're obviously, he's got about a 920 save percentage in the American League. Um, but has he, he, has he ne- necessarily been as sharp in his last four or five starts as he's been maybe in different stretches during the years, Keith? I think the last three games, four, three out of the four games, he's been really sharp. I thought Abbotsford, we, I, look, I thought as a group we looked tired. I, I think we've asked a lot of Stu. I, I, you know, I know I'm one of them that you know expect them to play top notch every game. But you add in the travel, you add in up and down all year from Edmonton, and and he's carried the load for us. I think you know a couple of days here and there has been good for him. It gets him, you know, a little, uh, little, little more rest than what he would usually get but you know what that's the thing about being in the American League you gotta fight through it and and battle and I I think he's done a really good job. Keith you've been running that program for Ken Holland since Ken came in uh, in the uh, spring of 2019 it became your baby uh, you've you've watched uh, your brother uh, Wayne uh, was on yesterday and talked a bit about Jay Woodcroft and the communication that you've had. Uh, you know, and I know you've always spoken about Dave Manson. You guys were building a program down there. Are you? We had both Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Derek Ryan speak to the level of attention of detail and the solutions that Jay came up with when the orders game was a little challenged. Are you surprised at all? The Jays, you know, Jays twenty four nine and three here. That's a seven oh eight winning percentage. Obviously, Mike Smith's played great. Kane's been a good addition. But are you surprised the Jays certainly, at least to this point, looks like he was ready for the challenge? I'm not surprised because I saw how detailed he was down here. Um, his preparation and and if things weren't going well, he's really quick to adapt to a different you know solution and you know and. Like I said, when you're prepared like him and and ready, it doesn't surprise me. Um, him and Dave did a great job down here, and and you know we're fortunate 
and we're really lucky that we had some prospects that we had. I know up, up top we had some injuries and COVID and all those things that Nima Lane and then those guys, Broberg, can could go up there and play some games so you know it really helps and and you know when you have good leadership group they're going to believe in it and, and they lead the way you're going to have uh most likely tulio uh and borgo we'll see where oh i, I didn't even ask you about dylan holloway because uh, i'm getting texts right now geez stoffer asked keith gretzky about dylan holloway uh what, what's going on with dylan holloway is he close to return yeah, he's really close. I thought there's a chance he was going to play the other night, but maybe Saturday if if um, you know if it's a game that really means something, we're not going to throw him in just to throw him in. He has to be 100 percent, you know, healthy. It's not just about us; it's about the the organization. And and we felt that on on Tuesday night it wasn't the best best uh, uh, reason to put him in and, and you know we'll wait and we'll see how Saturday comes along a lot of defense prospects is what I was going to say this past year next year there's going to be a lot of forward prospects it's going to be a little bit different challenge isn't it yeah I think so it's you know the, I think the biggest thing in this is even being down here for the last few years is that even though you score in major junior and college it's a big step to come to the american league and and you know it's hard for us to say oh we can count 25 goals you know out of a player it's it's tough you got to compete and and we play a, we we play hard and i think that's one thing that you know i i'm we're fortunate enough as an organization i think colin chalk's done a good job of you know keeping that you know, number one thing that you come and play and you play hard, and and if you don't, you sit. And it doesn't matter who you are. Um, you know, that's that's our number one rule. And it's not a, a you, you know, you could say a country club. You just you got to come to work, and you're going to learn, and and you battle. And when it's game time, you just be ready to play and and give your all. All right. Well, uh, that bodes well. And obviously, uh, there's another part of this, and you need good veterans. You guys had Brad Malone, who you ended up signing to an NHL deal down there. We talked about Cracknell. Esposito's have been a big part of it. And the one area you haven't really had a lot of veteran experience is on defense. Uh, you had Staylock at one point earlier in the season, so you had a little bit, a little bit of bat and goal. But uh, could you, uh, with a Christmas wish list in the off season, would you be having a conversation with Ken Holland? We might need a veteran D down here just with some of our developmental prospects we've seen the impact as an example the forwards by having quality veteran pros yeah i I think at the end of the year we'll sit down and and look at what we need next year i think this year that we had we had so many young kids that they needed to play and to go out and sign a veteran defenseman was uh, we thought was going to be a mistake where somebody was going to be sitting in the stands and you can't always practice. You need to play the game. And we thought it was the right call and ended up being the right call. Um, but right now we would take anybody because we're so short, but that's the, that's the nature of the beast. And, and we, you know, we look at all the kids that have developed Nima Lane and Broberg and, and Sam Arukov, uh, those guys have taken huge steps. So, you know, if, one veteran or two veterans, somebody's going to sit in the stands and that, you know, we can't have that. The kids need to play. Uh, Day Hernay, by the way, signed to an NHL deal like James Hamlin uh, from an HL to an NHL deal for next season. Day Hernay leading the American Hockey League at plus 36. Keith, thank you for your time.
You got it, Bob, anytime. You bet. That is Oilers assistant GM Keith Gretzky. He's your Oilers now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Royal Pizza, pizza pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app in the App Store. Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. All right. Uh, when we come back... We will get into this day in Oilers history. And I'll have a completely useless, superfluous uh, sort of story around that that some of you might have been in attendance for. We'll get to that when we return in Oilers now. Well, I don't know if they're ahead by a century. Actually, McDavid might be. Um, but since the start of the 2018-19 season, the two highest scoring players in the National Hockey League happen to be a pair of Edmonton Oilers. Uh, let's see how quickly I can dig this up. Uh, yeah, McDavid has 440 points since the start of 1819. Drysaddle second at 408. Evander Kane is third at 352. Uh, McDavid, by the way, seven points up on Jonathan Huberto for the Art Ross. Both players have two games left. All right. It is 152 in Edmonton, and we go to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Now, everything's going to get made official by the National Hockey League. I know there's a lot out there uh, with people saying what dates the games are going to be. and all. Part of it has to be uh, with uh, the network's coordinating timing of the games as well. But uh, New West Travel is uh, going to be doing an Oilers roadie for the playoffs. We know it's going to be to Los Angeles. It's going to be awesome. And we uh, are going to tell you that you can uh, register online with New West Travel if you want to be a part of that trip on the newwesttravel.com website. To this day in Oilers history, back to 1984. Here's Brendan Escott. The Oilers and North Stars combined to set a Stanley Cup playoff record for most power play goals in one game with seven. Minnesota had four and the Oilers had three. Edmonton won 8-5 in game three of the Campbell Conference Finals. I was at the Met Center. I was, because uh, I can tell you, do you know what was going on at uh, Northlands Coliseum that night? Maybe at that time, one of the biggest bands in the world. Van Halen was at Northlands. There's your useless, superfluous little note. David Lee Roth, uh, typical of, you know, rocks. This, this happens all the time. The lead singers go on and put the, you know, the team's jerseys or whatever. He was adorned at one point in an Edmonton Oilers jersey, and the Oilers uh, walloped uh, Minnesota to go up three games. Nothing. In fact, as I recall, he... Uh, he told the fans the score during the course of the game, did a couple updates. So there you have it, 8-5. And we had Brian Lawton on the show, and he would have been playing for Minnesota at that time. I, I, if, I, if I recall correctly, I think we talked about this with Lots last year because it was on a Wednesday last year, April 28th. Tonight, 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 we got the Oilers and the San Jose Sharks uh, live. The face-off show with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, myself, Jack Michaels, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. Of course, Brendan Escott does our intermission uh, interviews and post-game interviews as well. 7 p.m. puck drop. The game is also available on NHL Hockey and Rogers. with Jack Michaels and Louis DeBrusque, uh, Gene Principe, it'll be myself and Jason Strudwick on the intermission panels. Tomorrow, Louis DeBrusque, uh, Sportsnet color analyst from NHL Hockey and Rogers for GCL Diesel and Mark Spector, Sportsnet spec from Horse Racing Alberta. Do you want to mention Thoroughbred Racing returning to Century Miles Saturday? I'm going to be down there. You know, as a guy, it's an easy message to sell. There's an outlet mall right there at Century Miles. So 
I told Kath, you can take the kids, you can shop, and I'll go to a track for an hour and a half. Father of the year material, let me tell you. Post time, 3.45 p.m., live thoroughbred racing, Century Mile. Back at you today at 5.35, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen Nye. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.